Luke chapter 3 In the fifteenth year of the reign of Tiberius Caesar, while Pontius Pilate was governor of Judea, Herod, tetrarch of Galilee, his brother Philip, tetrarch of Iturea, and Trachonitis, and Lysanias, tetrarch of Abilene, during the high priesthood of Annas and Caiaphas, the word of God came to John, son of Zechariah, in the wilderness. He went into all the region around the Jordan, preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. As it is written in the book of the words of Isaiah the prophet, a voice of one calling in the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord, make straight paths for him. Every valley shall be filled in, and every mountain and hill made low. The crooked ways shall be made straight, and the rough ways smooth, and all humanity will see God's salvation. Then John said to the crowds coming out to be baptized by him, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the coming wrath? Produce fruit then, in keeping with repentance, and do not begin to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. For I tell you that out of these stones God can raise up children for Abraham. The axe lies ready at the root of the trees, and every tree that does not produce good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. The crowds ask him, What then should we do? John replied, Whoever has two tunics should share one with him who has none, and whoever has food should do the same. Even tax collectors came to be baptized. Teacher, they asked, what should we do? Collect no more than you are authorized, he answered. Then some soldiers asked him, and what should we do? Do not take money by force or false accusation, he said. Be content with your wages. The people were waiting expectantly and were all wondering in their hearts if John could be the Christ. John answered all of them, I baptize you with water, but one more powerful than I will come the straps of whose sandals I am not worthy to untie. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand to clear his threshing floor and to gather the wheat into his barn, but he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. With these and many other exhortations, John proclaimed the good news to the people. But when he rebuked Herod the Tetrarch regarding his brother's wife Herodias and all the evils he had done, Herod added this to them all. He locked John up in prison. When all the people were being baptized, Jesus was baptized too. And as he was praying, heaven was opened, and the Holy Spirit descended on him in a bodily form like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, You are my beloved Son. In you I am well pleased. Jesus himself was about thirty years old when he began his ministry. He was regarded as the son of Joseph, the son of Heli, the son of Matat, the son of Levi, the son of Melchi, the son of Janai, the son of Joseph, the son of Mattathias, the son of Amos, the son of Nahum, the son of Esli, the son of Nagai, the son of Math, the son of Mattathias, the son of Samian, the son of Josek, the son of Jodah, the son of Jonan, the son of Risa, the son of Zerubbabel, the son of Shealtiel, the son of Neri, the son of Melchi, the son of Adi, the son of Kosem, the son of Elmadam, the son of Er, the son of Joshua, the son of Eleazar, the son of Joram, the son of Mathat, the son of Simeon, the son of Judah, the son of Joseph, the son of Jonam, the son of Eliakim, the son of Meleah, 
the son of Mina, the son of Matatha, the son of Nathan, the son of David, the son of Jesse, the son of Obed, the son of Boaz, the son of Salah, the son of Nashon, the son of Aminadab, the son of Admin, the son of Arni, the son of Hezron, the son of Perez, the son of Judah, the son of Jacob, the son of Isaac, the son of Abraham, the son of Terah, the son of Nahor, the son of Serug, the son of Ru, the son of Peleg, the son of Eber, the son of Shelah, the son of Canaan, the son of Arphaxad, the son of Shem, the son of Noah, the son of Lamech, the son of Methuselah, the son of Enoch, the son of Jared, the son of Mahalalel, the son of Canaan, the son of Enosh, the son of Seth, the son of Adam, the son of God. Chapter 4 Then Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, where for forty days he was tempted by the devil. He ate nothing during those days, and when they had ended, he was hungry. The devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, tell this stone to become bread. But Jesus answered, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone. Then the devil led him up to a high place and showed him in an instant all the kingdoms of the world. I will give you authority over all these kingdoms and all their glory, he said, for it has been relinquished to me, and I can give it to anyone I wish. So if you worship me, it will all be yours. But Jesus answered, It is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil led him to Jerusalem and set him on the pinnacle of the temple. If you are the Son of God, he said, throw yourself down from here, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you to guard you carefully, and they will lift you up in their hands, so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. But Jesus answered, It also says, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. When the devil had finished every temptation, he left him until an opportune time. Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit, and the news about him spread throughout the surrounding region. He taught in their synagogues and was glorified by everyone. Then Jesus came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. As was his custom, he entered the synagogue on the Sabbath, and when he stood up to read, the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was handed to him. Unrolling it, he found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is on me, because he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to release the oppressed, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Then he rolled up the scroll, returned it to the attendant, and sat down. The eyes of everyone in the synagogue were fixed on him, and he began by saying, Today this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. All spoke well of him and marveled at the gracious words that came from his lips. Isn't this the son of Joseph? they asked. Jesus said to them, Surely you will quote this proverb to me. Physician, heal yourself. Do here in your hometown what we have heard that you did in Capernaum. Then he added, Truly, I tell you, no prophet is accepted in his hometown. But I tell you truthfully, there were many widows in Israel in the time of Elijah, 
when the sky was shut for three and a half years, and great famine swept over all the land. Yet Elisha was not sent to any of them, but to the widow of Seraphith in Sidon. And there were many lepers in Israel in the time of Elisha the prophet, yet not one of them was cleansed, only Naaman the Syrian. On hearing this, all the people in the synagogue were enraged. They got up, drove him out of the town, and led him to the brow of the hill on which the town was built in order to throw him over the cliff. But Jesus passed through the crowd and went on his way. Then he went down to Capernaum, a town in Galilee, and on the Sabbath he began to teach the people. They were astonished at his teaching, because his message had authority. In the synagogue there was a man possessed by the spirit of an unclean demon. He cried out in a loud voice, Ha! What do you want with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. But Jesus rebuked the demon. Be silent, he said. Come out of him. At this, the demon threw the man down before them all and came out without harming him. All the people were overcome with amazement and asked one another, What is this message? With authority and power, he commands the unclean spirits, and they come out. And the news about Jesus spread throughout the surrounding region. After Jesus had left the synagogue, he went to the home of Simon, whose mother-in-law was suffering from a high fever. So they appealed to Jesus on her behalf, and he stood over her and rebuked the fever, and it left her, and she got up at once and began to serve them. At sunset, all who were ill with various diseases were brought to Jesus, and laying his hands on each one, he healed them. Demons also came out of many people shouting, You are the Son of God! But he rebuked the demons and would not allow them to speak, because they knew he was the Christ. At daybreak, Jesus went out to a solitary place, and the crowds were looking for him. They came to him and tried to keep him from leaving, but Jesus told them, I must preach the good news of the kingdom of God to the other towns as well, because that is why I was sent. And he continued to preach in the synagogues of Judea. Chapter 5 On one occasion, while Jesus was standing by the lake of Gennesaret, with the crowd pressing in on him to hear the word of God, he saw two boats at the edge of the lake. The fishermen had left them and were washing their nets. Jesus got into the boat belonging to Simon and asked him to put out a little from shore. And sitting down, he taught the people from the boat. When Jesus had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into deep water and let down your nets for a catch. Master, Simon replied, We've worked hard all night without catching anything. But because you say so, I will let down the nets. When they had done so, they caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to tear so they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them, and they came and filled both boats so full that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at Jesus' knees. Go away from me, Lord, he said, for I am a sinful man. For he and his companions were astonished at the catch of fish they had taken, and so were his partners, James and John, the sons of Zebedee. Do not be afraid, Jesus said to Simon. From now on, you will catch men. And when they had brought their boats ashore, they left everything and followed him. While Jesus was in one of the towns, a man came along who was covered with leprosy. When he saw Jesus, he fell face down and begged him, Lord, if you're willing, you can make me clean. 
Jesus reached out his hand and touched the man. I am willing, he said. Be clean. And immediately the leprosy left him. Do not tell anyone, Jesus instructed him. But go, show yourself to the priest, and present the offering Moses prescribed for your cleansing, as a testimony to them. But the news about Jesus spread all the more, and great crowds came to hear him and to be healed of their sicknesses. Yet he frequently withdrew to the wilderness to pray. One day Jesus was teaching, and the Pharisees and teachers of the law were sitting there. People had come from Jerusalem and from every village of Galilee and Judea, and the power of the Lord was present for him to heal the sick. Just then, some men came carrying a paralyzed man on a mat. They tried to bring him inside to set him before Jesus, but they could not find a way through the crowd. So they went up on the roof and lowered him on his mat through the tiles into the middle of the crowd, right in front of Jesus. When Jesus saw their faith, he said, Friend, your sins are forgiven. But the scribes and Pharisees began thinking to themselves, Who is this man who speaks blasphemy? Who can forgive sins but God alone? Knowing what they were thinking, Jesus replied, Why are you thinking these things in your hearts? Which is easier, to say, Your sins are forgiven, or to say, Get up and walk? But so that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on the earth to forgive sins, he said to the paralytic, I tell you, get up, pick up your mat, and go home. And immediately the man stood up before them, took what he had been lying on, and went home, glorifying God. Everyone was taken with amazement and glorified God. They were filled with awe and said, We have seen remarkable things today. After this, Jesus went out and saw a tax collector named Levi sitting at the tax booth. Follow me, he told him. And Levi got up, left everything, and followed him. Then Levi hosted a great banquet for Jesus at his house. A large crowd of tax collectors was there, along with others who were eating with them. But the Pharisees and their scribes complained to Jesus' disciples, Why do you eat and drink with tax collectors and sinners? Jesus answered, It is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Then they said to him, John's disciples and those of the Pharisees frequently fast and pray, but yours keep on eating and drinking. Jesus replied, Can you make the guests of the bridegroom fast while he is with them? But the time will come when the bridegroom will be taken from them. Then they will fast. He also told them a parable. No one tears a piece of cloth from a new garment and sews it on an old one. If he does, he will tear the new garment as well and the patch from the new will not match the old. And no one pours new wine into old wineskins. If he does, the new wine will burst the skins, the wine will spill, and the wineskins will be ruined. Instead, new wine is poured into new wineskins, and no one after drinking old wine wants new, for he says, the old is better.